Y'all already know what it is, but before I get started, let me give it over to Rhapsody. Let's go. PSA, PSA, PSA. Eric, Eric, Eric. You the captain of your own ship, young blood. A smooth sea never made a skilled seller. <laughs> That's a quote I saw on Google, though. <laughs> Yo, 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 what it do? It's your girl Jazz back with another one. You already know. Tuning in for another special look. I'm going to talk about this because I feel like it's much needed. Uh, this is a problem in the community, most importantly in the black community. That problem is generational curses. Why is it? That we don't break those. Before we decide to have families, we don't do an overview of where we're at in our lives. And we don't break those generational curses. So you'll see people growing up doing the same shit that their mother did to them. For example, I know women who, you know, got molested. And then they molest. And then their kids molest. That's a generational curse. Really, I mean, that's all hell bound. But it is a generational curse. And because it was done to you, you don't think it was a problem. So you inflict that pain on somebody else because at this point you want somebody to relate. So you want somebody to feel that pain. It's all stems from that, that generational curse, that mentality of I'm not going to do better. You know, I work in human resources, right? And I can tell somebody right now that, hey, I can get you a job making 1835, right? But because of complacency and because of the fact that all your family worked at this one factory making $10 where it's more flexible, they give you better benefits, but you're never going to make that salary. And the, the opportunity for advancement is very slim. So you stay where you at. But I'm literally telling you, I can get you hired. What is up with that? Why do we not break those generational curses? It goes way deep, way beyond just just the 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 simple shit. You know, it goes all the way into relationships, to love, to marriage, the way you court, the way you date, the way you eat, what you eat, how you take care of yourself. You know, if like, for example, if your whole family is heavy and you decide to be heavy because you see them doing it, then your kids are heavy. All of y'all have diabetes. All of y'all lost y'all's limbs. It's like Patty LaBelle. All her sisters died from diabetes but her. Out of all of them. And I think she had about, altogether it's about four of them, I think. And she's the only one to live because she chose to be different. She chose to break that generational curse of bad health, of bad eating habits. Now, of course, Patty LaBelle, you know, she cooks and she'll show you a different way. I don't understand that. I really don't understand the generational curses. You know, we have that in our families, the stigmas. And, and I'm going to speak on the black community because we are the ones who shut off everything. We're the ones who don't give a damn. We don't care about what nobody's talking about, if it look good, if it feel good. We, we, we followers, you know, and that's why. And, not, and back in the day, you know, you had no choice but to be under the totem pole, under the jurisdiction of somebody else. Nowadays, we have the ability and capabilities to be better than some of our counterparts. But we don't see it, so you don't go after it. It's like everybody in your family is ghetto. Everybody in your family is from the ghetto. Cool. But when you go into that job interview, it's up to you on what you want to say yourself as. Be yourself later. You don't walk into no interview being the same way like you are. So why don't we change that in our own lives, in our own, uh, you know, poverty-stricken areas, our own communities? What is that about? 
Do y'all wake up the same? Do y'all say the same shit? You know what I mean? I just don't get it. You know, these generational curses really piss me off because we have an advantage. Black people are winning right now. And it's because we've been shitted on so much. People are starting to look our way. And then you got police brutality. There's people out there who wake up every day to kill somebody of of a different race, specifically a minority, specifically somebody black. Okay, and you mean to tell me we're going to shit on each other inside of our house when we already walking out the door and we possibly can be killed? What is that? You know, I don't hear my mama tell me stuff like, oh, well, you know, I I did what I did because that that's all I knew. That's not all you know. That's that generational curse. You want to know that. You want to feel like that's all you know. You want to feel like that's all you can be because somebody told you that. Why don't we push each other to be something better? Why don't we do that shit? You give energy to weed, to lean. You give commitment to playing a fucking video game every day, eight, nine hours straight after work. Why can't you give that same commitment to education, a trade, a podcast, a skill, you know, learning, reading? What is up with the complacency? And it ain't just that. The curse is. You not educational. Your family wasn't educational. They didn't push me, so I didn't see it. No, you didn't want to see it. This is not back in the day when we didn't have a choice. We could be beaten and not going to school. There is many colleges that will take you. I'm not saying college is not a scam. In some areas, I think it is. I don't think you should have to pay to fucking learn how to read better. Okay? But that's what separates the good from the better. That it, but that's what separates the, the, the entry level from the private sector. You know what I mean? So you have to have a way to do that. But we don't, we don't, black people, you got to start pushing each other, your kids. You give more energy to a woman than you do your own child. You a part-time father. Why? But you're a full-time sugar daddy. You're a full-time motherfucking hustler, but you're a part-time daddy. And you know what? The sad part, that don't even matter to you because of, well, at least I'm taking care of no, you still just as fucked up as if you was an absent father for the mothers. You love to throw your kids off, party. You know what that means? That kid is going to grow up thinking you was never there. You were never around because the only thing they knew, they saw liquor in your hand, weed in your hand. They don't know you sober. They don't know you pushing them to be better. When I was growing up, you know, back then, when I was going through high school and shit like that, there was nobody there for me. There was nobody telling me that I could be this doctor, this this lawyer, this HR person. If you would have told me where I would be right now about 10 years back, I would have looked at you and laughed because there is no way. My life was so bad that I stayed in high school for the longest hour, meaning like I went to every after school activity because I did not want to go home. Home was no motivation. Home was poverty. Home was showing me that I could only be this because quite honestly, we are products of our environment. But then you got those people that get out the bucket. We all are crabs. But you got those people that literally get out the bucket. Then you got those crabs that get out. They 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 keep a connection to the ghetto. Because it pulls them back in. And that's what they know. They're comfortable. And they're around a lot of people. But them two crabs in the bucket that got out, they're going to go on. The rest of them going to get ate. You know, I, I really think generational curses in the black community got to end. Because we are the breeders for kids. We don't think about education. We don't think about finances too much. You know, your mama and your daddy will tell you right now at 16, well, you got to get a job because I ain't paying for it. 
Why? Because somebody made you do that shit. Somebody made you hustle as opposed to getting the grades. You might have been an athlete, but because you had to be the man of the fucking house, you could not hone your, you, you couldn't pay homage to your, your skill, your craft. Because you had to go get a fucking full-time job. And then you come from a, a, a fucked up educational system to where they're going to tell you, well, I guess you do got to work. Because we don't got no money here for you. We not a big time school. We can't let you live with one of the teachers. This ain't no motherfucking rerun of, a, a, of any type of show you've seen. We got to start loving one another. Mamas, you got to push your kids and quit babying your fucking sons. That's also a generational curse. I'm not saying be hard to him. Let him know that he can be. And I do repeat, let him know that he can be gentle, that he can be emotional. But most importantly, let him know what a man is, not by your funky ass definition, but what a man truly is out here. What a man can be, not what he's supposed to be in your image. Because a lot of y'all mothers, the idea of what a man is supposed to be is a man that you fucking. That don't make him a man that your son is supposed to grow up and be. Feed him good principles. Tell him what a being a good man is, being a good father and not just being a good father by money, being a good father physically in the presence, taking your kid with you, showing them different areas, taking them on trips, talking to them, spending time with them, reading, making sure they asses in school. That's being a good father. And then showing what being a good man is, man, being a good man is chivalry. Open the doors for a woman. Never make her feel less than a queen. If she ain't good for you, move on, but you don't have to disrespect her. Treat her as you would your own mother. But we, we don't do that to our sons and nephews. We teach them, oh, it's okay, you the baby. You know, oh, you the youngest. You think when he go out in the world, he going to understand that? So he going to go out in the world with what he's taught. What he's taught is that he's privileged in his house. And he ain't privileged if he black. But he's taught that he's privileged because he get away with a lot of shit. Then he go out here in the real world. And they don't show him that kind of love. Now he's lost. And now he gets with a woman who exceeds strength because that is something like his mother. Okay. As opposed to him going out there and getting it on his own. Then he look up. He's just like his dad lost living off of women who seem to have gotten life a little bit earlier. And you got to stop teaching your daughters that it's okay to be hard up. You know, when I was growing up, it was fuck niggas get money. Still fuck niggas get money if you ask a certain person. As I grew up, you know what that did to me? That generational curse was right there. It said, we're going to use dudes. We're going to make them available to our dispersal. And most importantly, if they ain't giving you nothing, you don't give them shit. It shouldn't be tip for tat. I, what I should have been taught was, you deal with men accordingly. You don't give yourself all up. Okay, you don't look for their money. You make your own. That's what being a real fucking queen is. You make your own money. You don't depend on nobody. But the generational curse is to be dependent. Let a man do it because he got to have their kids at 20 because you don't want to be 29 with a child. You know, that was the dumbest shit that I've ever heard growing up because I was 29 and pregnant this year. I lost a baby. It's okay. I can put it on the podcast. You heard me? I'm real. Somebody told me, and that was a fucked up generational curse because that means I'm supposed to voluntarily have a baby randomly by some random ass dude that I probably been fucking with since high school because I'm afraid to grow old. I don't want to be old and, you know, with a newborn. Why is everything age conscious as opposed to sobriety conscious or as opposed to monetary conscious, financial gain conscious? 
you know, stability conscious. My mom or my mom, my aunt, my aunt, some they weren't telling me, oh, make sure you have a house for the kid. Make sure that you, you know, you have the means to provide for the child. Make sure you and the father are on the same accord. Even if y'all don't make it, you know, he'll take care of the baby. Make sure that you have a, a overall stable condition and area for the kid. Make sure you are in the right space mentally. I didn't get those kind of teachings because I only knew generational curses. And it followed me. And so the guy that I was going to have a kid with at that time, he wasn't right. He wasn't um, a bad man. He just wasn't right for me. And instead of me looking into his imperfections, I dove on what he was perfecting, which wasn't too much. But that was enough to get me pregnant. The generational curse was in the wisdom. I didn't have any. I didn't use any. And I'm a born sinner naturally like the rest of you. We got to teach being breaking generational curses is teaching that there is an opposite, allowing your kid to see that there is an opposite. My generational curse was a lack of responsibility, a lack of care. So it made me grow up hard. It made me grow up in a way that I didn't want to grow up. The generational curse was, well, you know, my mama didn't do for me, so I ain't going to do for y'all. Y'all got to grind. Y'all got to get it. I'm 15. What do you mean? I'm 16. What are you saying? I want to play basketball. Hell, I barely almost went. I barely almost went to prom. Okay. I went, but it was barely almost because it wasn't a good time. I didn't, I didn't have a lot. You know what I mean? I remember having a little fun, but you know, right after that, I had to go to work the next day. It wasn't like I could chill like the rest of the the teenagers. And when you grow up fast like that, you really do miss out. We have to break those generational curses. We have to. You have to teach your kids it's something better than that raggedy shit of of a lesson that they got or that you got rather when you were coming up. It doesn't matter what happened to you, what you're going to plant in your kid. You are planting a seed and that bullshit you feed is water. And when you put water on that seed, guess what it's going to do? It's going to blossom whether you like it or not. And it's blossoming from that poor ass teaching that you got. And so that little seed grows up to be a tree and that tree has some fucked up roots. And then you don't know that until the tree is cut down. And cut down by cut down, I mean jail time. You don't know how fucked up it is until it, it's in the mental institution. You don't understand that because you didn't try to break those generational curses. You're so fucking lazy as a parent, as a friend, as a cousin, as a mother that you let that shit go. Because what? It don't apply to you. That's not fair. We have to be better than we were yesterday. And you always have to adopt that mentality that no matter what the fuck is going on, you are going to break that curse. How dare I tell my kid to do the same shit that I did because I did it. How dare I not push my child for education? When I went off to college, it got so bad with school and I was doing so well. I was playing basketball, all kinds of shit. I, it got so bad with school, it came down to a book. Or food. You think I had somebody telling me how to make that choice? You think I had somebody give me an alternative option? You think I had somebody in my corner? No, because the generational curse was, well, none of us went to school. I don't even know why you went up there. It's racist up there. I live in fucking Indiana where it's naturally racist. If you do the history here, if you look up what Indiana is about, you probably wouldn't want to live here. That's supposed to stop me. We've been oppressed. So in your conversation with me, it should have been about more about a solution. But the generational curse was none of us was educated anyway. Why? So now I'm supposed to drop out. And I did. Now I'm supposed to not make the grades. I struggled with school all the way up until 
I graduated in 2018 with my associates. I came out of high school in 2009. It took me nine years to get a two-year degree. You can't tell me that's a fucking generational curse, even though I broke it. I broke it almost a decade later. Something that's supposed to take you anywhere between 18 and 24 months. I broke it 10 years later. Am I proud? Yes. Am I proud of the time? No. But who's counting? In order for you to grow in the community, to be a voice, to be heard, to be listened to, to be followed, you have to break those generational curses or you will always live below the totem pole. People that don't break generational curses think that $17 an hour is great money until you learn that you could have made 24. Once I hit them 20s, I could no longer go back down. I couldn't no longer go back down. I could never see me making $12 again. Because I know where I was at mentally when I made that. And people were beefing up my head because they are less than telling me that at that time $12 was enough. But this has always been. But if you don't give your kid wisdom, you don't show them that there's an alternative. I will work that one factory for that many years. I'll be just like my dad. Yes, I'm employed. Yes, I'm stable. But I'm complacent. Because why would I take hourly when I can be salary? That means that even if I'm sick, my eye fall out of my fucking head and I got to come back to work. I know I'm getting paid. It's so deep. It, it goes way beyond money. But it starts right in the home. Break your generational curses, people. Have a good night.